0: all right y'all welcome back to are you okay i just want to let y'all know right now before i even start reading anything while i was sitting here looking for a story or stories which just to let you know i don't read the stories before i do the podcast like the first time i'm reading the story is while i'm recording which explains why sometimes i be messing up my words and stuff but while i was clicking because Some story titles, I'm like, oh, this is kind of like dumb or I'm not reading that. And I already told y'all what kind of stories I'm not reading. And sitting here right now, I especially am thinking that because while I was looking for a story, I keep hearing this noise like something is in here. Now, I don't know if it's an animal or a person. Either way, I don't want it. I don't want it at all. So, I'm going to sit here and do the podcast and try to forget about it. Maybe it's just, you know, mechanical or, you know, appliances making noise. But it sounds not like that. But I'm not trying to freak myself out. So, I'm going to sit here. All I can say is I can't wait until I get out of here. All right. Um, Anyway, how are you guys even though i know you can't answer um i'm sitting in my chair so if it's squeaking you already know um let me think of what else what other updates i need to give you guys before i start reading this crazy creepy shit um as always you know work is always what it is today was like i'm over it like i'm kind of like done dealing with the fuckery that i gotta deal with so I'm glad it's the weekend. I'm glad I can sleep in. I'm glad I can just do what I want to do. Um and I know last episode I talked about making a a social media like an Instagram profile for this podcast. Still haven't done it, but I do want to let y'all know that I am making plans to up the aesthetic of my shit. So I ordered some clothes that came in like weeks ago, but I just am lazy and don't feel like getting dressed and putting makeup on and, you know, doing a whole nine to take pictures because I want to change the, you know, icon or whatever you, the word is like escaping me. But, you know, I want to Change the look of the podcast, if you will. Like, I wanted to be orange because that's my favorite color. Um, and so, yeah, I got some orange sunk like these orange glasses, and like you know, it's gonna be cute, but I've just been too lazy. And then I thought, like, the intro needs to be better because the intro right now is some little generic to be. Two, one, two, three beat. I don't even know. I remember what it's called when I look for it on the thing that I'm recording on. But it's just some generic ass beat. And I feel like, no, we need to do something better. So um, I got plans. I got plans. And once I figure out how to execute, they will be put into effect. But um, enough of that. Or is that really it? I don't know. I just feel like this week this week has been rough mentally, not because of work or anything. I just feel like sometimes, you know, people, you know, emotions in life is like a little roller coaster and sometimes people are up and down and I don't know, this week like I've been down, but I've been like not down because every moment that I felt like like as I'm getting older, as I've gotten older before like when I was down I would be down and sad and just you know that would be it but I feel like now because I'm older when I'm sad I try to figure out what is making me sad what is the source of this and why did this happen and either try to figure out how to make this not happen again or try to figure out you know how to cope with it or just, yeah. So I feel like I've been down and I'm no, I know exactly what was making me upset, but it's just the fact that it's a matter of how to, um, handle it. Okay. Um, but yeah, I guess at this point I have say enough about me because I don't want to talk about me. Y'all don't want to hear about my life story y'all want to hear about these creepy encounters and here we go this story is called a somewhat creepy encounter camping which I'm gonna just say camping ain't it like well let me say this because it could be fun I guess like I only went camping one time hated it because the amount of mosquitoes no and i was in a camper but it wasn't like luxury like if i'm going to go camping i want to i want to go glamping like i want to be in this luxurious ass rv and you know i want to feel like i'm in a little apartment on wheels um but i feel like if you're going to go camping you can ex- like i feel like it's expected at this point that something creepy is going to happen you in the woods i don't know what part of going to the woods is at what point are y'all going to realize going in the woods is not a good idea but anyways because y'all y'all that real triggering story remember in the woods with the man and the i forgot what animal it was but yeah anyways here we go all right i've read a lot on this subreddit and enjoyed many of its posts i thought i should contribute This isn't anything nearly as crazy as some of the stuff I read on here, but I thought that I ought to give back to the community. It was the summer right after I graduated from high school. A good friend and I decided to try our hand at camping. We grew up in the greater Los Angeles area, so our knowledge of the great outdoors was nothing beyond the couple of years we had in Cub Scouts of America when we were in elementary school. In other words, we had almost no idea what we were doing. Which means you shouldn't have been doing it, but okay, continue. We packed a tent, a couple sleeping bags, supplies, etc. And headed off in his car. Note well oh okay. Um, see this is what I mean. It's like I can read, I promise. Note well that I grew up in the 80s, so this is a time before the wide prevalence of cell phones and the existence of other portable digital device. We drove north on the 395 for about six hours and then headed westward into the mountains in the can- area of Inyo Canyon. 395? So, wait, hold up. Irrelevant to the story, but 395 goes cross-country because it's a 395 where I'm at, and I'm telling you, I'm not on the West Coast. Definitely on the East Coast, but whatever. First mistake, we didn't plan on which place to camp. We played it by ear, like fools. Second mistake, we left in mid-afternoon. It was pitch black darkness when we arrived in the general area. We had driven off the main road and onto a dirt road in order to find a spot to camp. The dust from driving on the dirt road overwhelmed the headlight beams when we finally decided to pull over and set up camp. It was around why did they put 2330? So it was around 1130 around this time. And we were exhausted and famished. Any place was a good spot to camp for us given our only reason to do so at this point was our hunger and exhaustion. Third mistake, we didn't bring flashlight. Girl, what? What? What did you thought? See, this is what I mean. If you don't, if if you have no experience, if you didn't research this in the slightest, you shouldn't have done it because I would have thought flashlights would have been, you know, one of the first things you grab because, you know, it gets dark. And if you're in the outdoors and you don't have, you know, electricity, you won't need a flashlight for some light. But they said they only had big lighters for your cigarettes. Oh, child. We tried to set up the tent using our lighters and the headlights of the car, which was parked about 10 to 15 feet away. The wind was blowing, so the lighter constantly went out after a few seconds, either because of the wind or indirectly because the uh, wind would push the flame into our thumb. Clearly, we were being complete idiots. We finished setting up the tent, but at that point, I was too tired to eat. My friend managed to make some instant ramen. We smoked a cigarette in the car, then crashed out in the tent. We awoke to a very cold morning. It must have been around 530. Immediately upon exiting the tent, we realized that we were camped at the entrance of a hiking trail. There were at least two no camping signs in visible distance from us. We dismantled the tent, cleaned up, and cleared out. That morning, we ended up buying some cheap flashlights and a nice hot meal in a very small town. It wasn't really a town, but more like a few storefronts and a shop on a main road about the length of an average city block. We went into some office, though I don't really recall exactly what it was. It might have been a park ranger station or the office at headquarters for a campground. In any case, we found and reserved a site for the night. The campground was basically like a large circle with campsites along its outer circumference, with each campsite being about 50 yards from its neighbor. In the middle of the circle was a common bathroom and shower. We circled around it once, and I think we saw one family that was all set up with a tent and a camper. We found our spot and set up camp, which was quite far from them. That night was when we had a creepy encounter. Damn, so it wasn't even the night that y'all just literally pitched a tent anywhere it was like at an actual campground okay this is reason number 253 as to why you should not be camping period but okay continue my friend and I were laying in the tent shining our flashlights upward and chatting our new flashlights eventually gave out yes broken our fire pit was about six feet from the opening of our tent, and it was just a glowing ember. We probably should have completely put it out, and we probably shouldn't have had the tent so close. In any case, there we were, chatting away, having a good time. My friend began to be distracted with his foot. After the third or fourth time he got up to check his foot, I asked him was wrong. He told me that something is tapping his foot from the outside of the tent. His foot was against the side of the tent, so from the outside, you would have been able to see a bulge in the tent side where the foot was. It was as if pebbles were being thrown at his foot through the tent. There it is again. What the hell? Each time it happened, there was a sound, like pebbles or a light tap. We sort of laughed it off, assuming it was a twig or grass moving in the wind or perhaps a loose strap on the outside of the tent. I don't recall exactly how it happened at first, but I do remember we suddenly became silent at the same time. A sound came to be audible to both of us, footsteps slowly moving towards our tent. We wondered if it was a bear or other non-human animal, but it seemed distinctly bipedal. They were very slow and measured, like a step every two seconds. I finally said in a whisper, someone's coming. My friend didn't move. His face had an expression of fear. At some point, my friend bolted up and said, fuck this. He grabbed his pipe, stuffed it full of pot, marijuana, and took the biggest, deepest drags I've ever seen a a person take. About a minute or two, he was out. Drugs aren't my thing, so I was alone in the tent as far as conscious bodies are concerned. I was sitting up at this point, and I had taken out the only weapon I had, a swift army pocket knife. I took out the big and small blades, as well as the ice pick in the middle and held it like some ridiculous melee weapon. I could see the glowing embers in the fire pit through the sheer nylon material of our tent, and I was able to roughly, but barely, discern some of the rocks around it. I watched and listened intently. The footsteps came closer and at the same slow pace. With each step, I could hear the dirt and rocks underfoot crunching and grinding. At some point, it was clear to me that whoever it was standing between the tent and the fire pit, fire pit for my fuzzy line of sight to be burning um, to the burning embers through the nylon tent became obscured by something outside the tent. The footsteps stopped right, at the front of the tent about six to eight inches no more than four from the entrance to the tent it was silent for about one minute and then I heard a click at exactly the same time I clearly saw through the nylon tent wall a flashlight turn on I was able to just not see the flashlight but the outline of the hand holding it the flashlight was shining on the zippers entrance to the tent just entrance just inches from the zipper. Blood drained out of my head and my palms, instantly became dripping in sweat. I yelled, who's there? There was some fear in my voice, but it was mostly aggressive in tone. Whoever it was, the person immediately turned off their flashlight. I didn't move, but neither did they. The person just stood there inches from the tent's only entrance. My friend is out, totally unaware of what's going on. Nevertheless, I pretended that he was still awake and whispered just loud enough to be audible to our visible. Yes, loaded. There's one in the chamber. As if my friend was awake and asked me about our gun. Fourth mistake, we didn't have a gun or any real weapon for self-defense. It felt like eternity, but after sitting still for 10 minutes, I heard feet slowly turning in the dirt. Then, Yo. This is what I'm talking about, the noise. Then slowly walking away from the tent. I stayed up all night and it wasn't until the light of dawn came through the tent that I crashed out. The heat inside the tent woke us up and it was near noon by this point. We went outside to inspect the site but found nothing missing. However, we did find boot prints leading away from our campsite and outside the campground. That was the last time I camped in a tent girl or boy that is what uh I'm talking about you should not be uh camping but some of the comments say um it's extremely funny to me that your friend's response was to opt out of the situation by getting zooted and going to sleep exactly because what if you and him both got zooted and went to sleep then who knows what would have happened Who knows? And then someone wrote, if there isn't a porn star somewhere out there named Enyo Canyon, I'm going to be bitterly disappointed. Correct. Correct. So nobody really, this story really wasn't as that creepy, like I said, I guess because they didn't really see who the person was or nothing really like happened, thankfully, but mm -mm. I'm just going to like put it out there. Camping should not really be a thing. Like, I don't know what's the good idea about going outside in the middle of the night in the middle of the woods to sleep. What? If you wanna feel like you outside, sleep in your backyard or something. Sleep on your balcony. Why do we need to go in the middle of the woods? I don't get it. But anyway, next story. Um and then we will call it a day. I feel first of all, let me just say I love when the thursday or friday or saturday today is friday but i love when the weekend comes because i start recording my podcast i like coming sitting down here reading this stuff even though right now i'm a little bit freaked out but i feel like i'm always freaked out in this fucking house um what is new but, yeah, I'm excited. So I feel like it it goes by so fast with me reading these stories and then giving my little tidbits of commentary. And first of all, I want to say, um, if you're camping, you're not okay. Like, you should expect to not be okay if you're camping, pretty much. Like, I know we haven't been asking, are these people really okay? But uh, we kind of are. We kind of are a little bit. Like, are you okay in the head to go camping? Because that's not an activity that I think is fun. Unless you're into the whole scary things happening to you thing, you know? Anyway, this story is called Creepy Encounter as a Teen with Possible Sex Offender slash Someone on Parole. Let me just say, these are my favorite. Well, like, I haven't read this story but these kind of are my favorite only because it's easy to critique because it's clear there's someone in this story who's literally not okay. Someone in this story is doing the most. They trying it. They being extra. And it's just funny to commentate on. So these ones are always my favorite. Whoops. All right. So. Please don't judge some of my incredibly stupid decisions of my creepy encounter. I was very young. Girl. Well, I'm always assuming it's a girl, especially in these kinds of scenarios. But obviously it happens to boys too. But listen, when we were young, we always making dumb decisions. Because we always, we didn't really think things through. We didn't ever think it would be us, you know? So, when I was 15, my sister and I ran from home. Dumb decision number one. I was gone for a total of six months. Whoa. Like, I always thought, like, okay. I know I keep interrupting and stopping, but whatever. That's why we're here. Hello. If you wanted to just read, you would go to this subreddit and read. But, um, um, Yo, six months, that's a that's a long time to be running away. Like I figure like I figure almost everybody may have quote unquote ran away. But when I tried my little running away scenario, it was kinda like I just grabbed a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and sat in the backyard and was like, I'ma live out here. I'm going to live in the backyard. I didn't actually, like, leave my house. And I feel like if somebody, I don't know, six months, like, I think it. okay, maybe you go to your friend's house for a couple of days, come back, whatever. Six months. Yo, and, like, what about the holiday? Like, I don't know if you ran away January 1st and then, you know, but, like, six months. Wow. Okay. At some point, for about two weeks, we were living in a rundown motel. And Anne, you're only 15, so did you not go to school? Oh my, I just have so many questions. One night, while I was by myself, I was sitting on the stairs of the motel, flipping through a magazine. Stupid decision number two. A grown man walks by me and starts to talk to me. He asks my name and why I'm sitting outside. I asked him if he is a cop. Extremely stupid decision three, since this shows him I do not want cops involved as I was a runaway. He asked, do I look like a cop? He didn't. He said he had some alcohol in his room he was soon to share if I come t- up and drink with him. At me, to me, free alcohol sounded great. I said okay and went to his room. Stupid decision number four. Yeah, yep, yep, I'm going to just say this right now. Stupid decision, stupid decision on your part. Correct. You, even if you was 21, you know, you, uh, shouldn't really be going to drink at anybody's motel that you don't know. Period. If you don't know, if you don't know them, don't drink their shit because you don't know what's in the shit. Unless they cracking that bottle open and you seeing them cracking them open for the first time. Okay. But then still at the same time, don't do it because. What are you just going to be taking? Sh- well, I can't even talk shit because I have drinking. And- you know what? The Point is, you sh- yes, stupid decision. But also this old ass man knows better because he knows good and damn well. You're not even old enough to be drinking. Anyways, we got to his room and began drinking and talking a bit. I forget what I asked him, but at some point I asked him something that made him get out his ID and show it to me. Under his name, oh my lord, under his name, I noticed it had "offender" under his name in red. Bitch. <laughs> I don't even, it's not funny, but like, At this point, I would have shit my fucking self. I don't know. Like, at this point, I would have been. I would have told myself it's over. Like, I'm dead, because this bitch had the fucking audacity to ask her, "What do you think it means? What do you mean? What I think it what I think it means? I know what it means. Offender. (laughs) It really ain't no other context. Whoa." Whoa, and to me, it's like, so you really don't give a fuck because you already were caught offending. That's why it's on your license. And now you about to offend again? Oh, anyways, at that point, I just want the hell out of there. As I'm thinking that, an additional grown man walks in the room. God damn, girl, girl. At that point, I really would have been like, I'm dead. Like, I'm not making it out of this hotel room. I'm not. Motel, whatever. I'm not making it out. It's two men. Oh, my gosh. He sees me, smiles, and they both nod to each other. I am now in a locked motel room with two grown men. I turn to the first guy and tell him something. Like, I have to get something out of my room real quick, and then I'll be right back up. I must have sounded believable. He said, you'll come right back. I said, of course. I want to keep drinking. He then asked me what room number I was in. I lied and made up one, of course. By the grace of God, he led me out that room. I briskly walked back to my room. Not even a minute later, the phone rings, and I pick it up. Why did you lie to me? I said, what do you mean? You lied about your room number. And I watched you go in your room. Oh, my fucking God. Oh, my fuck. Like, this story, it just keeps going, taking the turns of, bitch, I'm dead. Like, okay, you got out. Whew. Yes, thank the Lord. But then he watched you go into the room, had the audacity to call you and be like, why would you fucking lie? And now he knows where you sleep. At this point, I would have took my ass back home. And I don't know what how the story ends, but it's just, like, scary. I Like, I would literally be scared. And, I mean, I know she's scared. But, yo, so they watched her. Wow. Anyway, I told him it must have slipped my mind as I was talking to him earlier. He then told me to come back upstairs to his room so we can keep hanging out. I told him I'd be right up. I then proceeded to unplug the phone from the wall and curl up in a ball since I was so afraid he would come for me. Girl, why are you still in the room? Leave the room. I don't, sorry. I'm sorry for yelling, but girl, what you mean you unplugged the phone at this point? I mean, I don't know what her home situation was like or his. I don't know. But I would have uh I definitely would have been like, I'm calling the I'm calling somebody. Okay, you don't want to get the police involved. I'm gonna call somebody. Call the front desk. Whoa. Anyways, I still to this day do not know why he let me leave. He didn't have to. Lord knows what would have happened to me that night. Scared to think since I was a runaway, no one would have known anything. Exactly. I had no idea and was going by a different name. I looked up what offender means. Girl, you didn't know what it meant. Most websites says it's the person the person is a sex offender or out on parole. I was girl, he was a sex offender and so was the other dude that walked in the room. Surprisingly, though, it took me becoming an adult to really realize the danger I was in that night. To me, at 15, he was a creepy guy and I instinctively knew I had to get out of there. But it wasn't until years later that I really, really understood how bad that situation could have become. Yes, girl, you could have been another fucking statistic. But I am going to say, I guess you shouldn't be so hard on yourself because, you know, you were 15 but I feel like those are decisions any 15-year-old would make. Um, damn. Yes. So let me. I'm reading some of the comments. So some people say he'd probably let you leave in order to check if you were telling the truth about not having a parent or a guardian with you in the room. What the fuck is that noise, y'all? I'm scared. <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> He definitely didn't want any police trouble. So he wanted to make sure that an adult would not come looking for you. I'm happy nothing happened to you. Hmm. I didn't even think about it like that. This is really scary. and I'm glad you made it out. A lot could have gone wrong so far. You were just a kid getting better. Please don't feel stupid. I know it's hard because um, I made some dumb decisions too. Blah, blah, blah. So, okay. Just out of curiosity, how did he see you going to your room if it was... Um, if his room was on a different floor, so yeah, motel rooms open up to walkways outside. Um, and if you're on the ground floor to the parking lot, right? I that's kind of how I pictured it, too. Just like that, everything is open. Um, damn, that is scary. Um, that leads me to say, like, yo. Be careful. Just be careful. I don't know who listens to this podcast. If you're young, even if you're older, like shit like this can happen to anybody. It's kind of like, if you're by yourself, do not go into nobody's hotel room that you don't know. Because look, she thought it was just her and do the offender. And then another person came in. So like, you don't know who they know, who can come into the room, whatever. So if you're by yourself... Even if it's just you and one other friend, like if it's just two of y'all, I still wouldn't go because you don't know. You just don't know. Oh, tragic, but I'm glad she's okay. Obviously, those people, the dudes in the whole motel room were not okay because they don't give a folk about anything. They don't give a folk, but... Sorry, I got worked up a little bit, but that is it. See, this is what I mean. I'm sad that it's over, but um, I don't want to keep y'all too long, but I guess I'll see y'all, talk to y'all. You'll hear from me next week. Bye.